Hi guys, I'm your host, Michaela Philo, and welcome back to McKay's Mindspace. Hi guys. So I'm going to be jumping right into it today. We're going to have a full nutrition-based episode today because I'm going to be talking all about my most asked question ever. Like ever since I've literally been studying nutrition in my undergrad, my number one question I always get is, can you make me a meal plan? (laughs) I always get asked to make someone a meal plan or get asked where to start or what diet to follow. And I want to just take a step back from that and explain where to begin. I want to talk about what meal prepping is, what meal planning is, how to navigate it, what you need to start moving forward with your journey and your lifestyle. And I just really want to talk about staying organized because that's really where anybody needs to start. That should be the first step of anybody trying to get into a healthier lifestyle of eating healthier. It's just simply being organized, staying prepared, and making the right food choices. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And there's a big difference between meal prepping, being a good cook, having a meal plan, and I'm going to discuss all of that. So let's get into it. So first I want to talk about what I do that works for me, which is definitely more of a meal planning schedule. Usually at the beginning of the week, Whenever I go grocery shopping, I plan out and I make a list of what I want to make for dinner or whatever meals I want to make that week. And I make my grocery list from there. I plan out what I want to make for dinner every day that week, what foods I need for my breakfast, for my lunch, for my snacks. And that's usually kind of the same for me throughout the day. And I usually am running around a lot during the day. So a lot of times I'll pick up a smoothie or grab lunch with a friend. So for me personally, my main grocery lists come from what I need for dinner. And my recipes that I make at home are usually for dinner. And I try to switch out my dinner recipes all the time. I turn to TikTok and Pinterest pretty much the most for all of my recipes. I love TikTok, honestly, the most because I love a really quick 60 second video on how to make it because I think I just need to visually see how someone makes it. And then if they have the instructions and the ingredient list and their caption or a link in their bio, I'll normally go to that, screenshot it, make the alterations I need to if if there's gluten or dairy in it, or if I just kind of want to make it a little bit healthier. And then I go from there. I also cycle sync, which means that I eat according to whatever menstrual phase that I'm in. And I have a lot of podcast episodes that discuss that. So if you want to Go back to those and listen to those to understand what I'm talking about. You definitely should. If you're a woman, it's very helpful. But so I cycle sync. So my dinner recipes usually are based around the foods that I need more in that phase, whatever given week it is. I also plan based on if I'm traveling that week, if I have dinner plans, if I need quick dinner ideas, or if if I'm going to be home for that night and I can make long dinner recipes. I feel like Doing this helps me stay very organized and very on top of everything. If I know that I'm going to be really busy throughout that week, then I'm not going to give myself some crazy recipe that takes me four or five hours to make. Instead, I'm going to focus on a lot of 45-minute, one-hour things that I could plop in the oven, be done with, do whatever I got to do, and have a nice, healthy dinner. And that's definitely what works for me the most. So that style of meal planning is just my personalized, unique schedule that I like to use every week. I'm also home a lot too. I don't work every single day. So I do have more time to 
be at home and make a meal if I want to. But again, that's what works for me. And I'm going to get into that as well, too. I also feel like meal planning is really good for me because it is it has helped me not waste so much food because I'm only buying specifically what I need. I only put stuff on my grocery list that are for the recipes that I'm making that week or that month. So rather than going to the grocery store and just buying a bunch of shit that is healthy because I know that it's healthy and then getting home and having no idea what to do with it, I'm just wasting food when I do that. And I used to do that when I was in college. I, I found myself doing that a lot. I would just buy a bunch of veggies, buy a bunch of things that I've never cooked with before. And then I'd get home and I had no idea how to pair some of those things together or how to cook it or anything. So I would say definitely being very cautious with that and being very aware of what you're buying is very important for meal planning and meal prepping too. I also love meal planning because I I think it takes away that exhausting feeling of trying to figure out what you want to make every single day. Like some days I just simply do not have the time to think about what I am making for dinner and what I'm cooking. So if I already have it planned out, if I already know what I need to make that day, it's like already prepped, ready to go. It's already in the crock pot. It's already marinating. It's already thawing. Like, and that is such a sense of relief. And again, that is just coming from being very organized and being very prepared the week of. So I think that one of the most beneficial things about meal planning and meal prepping is that this style of being organized with what you eat helps you meet your nutritional goals more easier because you you're really monitoring and planning what you're about to eat all week. So when before you start anything, before you start your quote-unquote meal plan or your quote-unquote diet, ask yourself, what are you wanting to get from your meal plan? Is it weight loss? Is it more protein? Is it more complex meals? Is it just to make a meal? Is it more veggies? And whatever that is, make your meals around that. You don't have to be a good cook. You just have to be a smart cook. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You don't have to be a good cook. You just have to be a smart cook. So what I mean by that is you don't have to know how to do certain things in the kitchen. You'll naturally learn how to do it. There's so many videos online that can teach you how to chop an onion, how long to cook chicken in the oven, how long to put your salmon in the air fryer, how to saute your asparagus. Like there are so many things and resources out there that can teach you how to cook. You just have to be smart. You just have to go find those resources. You just have to cook around what is going to meet your specific goals. And another tip is don't eat the same things every day, especially if you're meal planning and meal prepping, because you're going to get sick of it and you're going to hate it. Get creative, get fun. Being in the kitchen is supposed to be fun. I love cooking now because I have brought fun to it. I've, I've, I try out a new recipe every single week and it's so exciting. It's so rewarding. And I think that should be a goal that everyone has, like try to make one fun recipe a week. If you keep making the same stuff every week, you're going to get bored of it. You're going to hate it. You're not going to look forward to it. And it's going to suck the fun out of eating healthy, good home cooked meals. So again, meal planning is really good for me. I'm home most days and this is what works for me. Someone who only has a little bit of time every evening, if say you don't get off work till five or six, I would say that meal prepping with meal planning at the beginning of each week is going to be more beneficial for you because this is going to shorten the amount of time it takes for you to prepare a meal each day. So meal prepping is pretty much just taking everything I just said, 
and then just prepping those ingredients ahead of time. So meal prepping can kind of look like cooking a bulk of jasmine rice, a bulk of quinoa, washing and dicing up all the veggies that you bought at the grocery store on Sunday. So then they're ready to go Monday through Friday. It could be cooking a bunch of chicken, salmon, shrimp, whatever it is, putting it in a bunch of containers, just being able to throw it all together whenever you're going to create your meal. So again, meal planning is being very organized, trying to figure out what goals you're trying to meet, trying to plan out recipes, trying to plan out what you're going to be cooking throughout the week. And then meal prepping is taking that meal plan that you created for yourself and having it ready to go beforehand. And I think meal prepping is really good for people that are in this kind of situation that feel like they never have time to come home or they don't ever know what to make. And it just leads to them ending. It just leads to them ending up getting fast food or ordering a pizza because meal prepping is going to help avoid that excuse of I don't have time. Because that's what I hear all the time is that you don't have time. So the one day though that you spend meal prepping will save you so much more time throughout the week than it would be if you didn't meal prep and you just had to end up cooking throughout the week. And if you're still going to come and say, I don't have time, like, no, I really, really don't have time. I work so much. If you have time to get on Netflix, get on TikTok, watch movies, lay around, then you have time. Go look at your screen time and then it'll really show you how much time you have. And it doesn't have to be always on Sunday. Sunday might be one of your busiest days. Sometimes Sundays aren't the days that I plan everything out. Sometimes it's Monday. Sometimes it's Saturday. Sometimes it's the Friday before. Whatever day it is, it is fine. Find what is unique and important and works for you. When it comes to making your meal plan schedule or meal prepping schedule, again, make this very unique and easy for you. That's the whole point of this, right? The whole reason you're doing this is because one, you want to meet your nutritional goals and two, you want it to be easier. So if you don't need, you know, five, six meals prepped throughout the week, then don't do that. I really don't suggest even starting off that way. I suggest that you start off with maybe two or three meals having ready ahead of time and just seeing how that works and how that flows for you. You do not need to follow and do the same thing as some intense influencer or health nut you see on social media, if they, you know, prep five, six days out of the week and it works for them, I'm sure that it took them some time to get there. So again, start off small, see what works for you. You might realize that cooking some things that you've never cooked before don't take as long or don't last as long in the fridge or don't taste the way that you want it to. Or you find that just simply having all your veggies chopped up and prepped and ready to go in the beginning of the week helps you tremendously. So find whatever it is, play around, find your flow, and then create your schedule from there. It should be very, very, again, unique and easy to you. And meal planning and meal prepping, again, might just be even you learning how to cook for the first time. So again, just create your own guide. I find way more people enjoy it this way because I think that starting off a little bit easier and finding your flow doesn't suck the fun out of food and nutrition. And that's what I'm trying to get to you guys is I don't want you to feel like you have to track your specific amount of protein, carbs, and fat, and veggies every single day and tracking exactly what you're going to eat every single day and every single meal. I mean, that's just not a fun way to live to me. I think that it's important to watch what you eat and monitor the portion sizes and how much of food maybe you're getting, but you don't have to be so nitpicky about it. 
Personally, I don't think that I'll ever be that person that could plan the next seven days of my meals and know the exact amount of protein carbs. But, you know, I like I might change my mind every single day. But what I do do is I just plan enough that I'm always prepared to make a nutritionally dense meal. And my meals always look like this. When I'm looking at my plate, half of my plate is either all fruits and veggies one-fourth of it is my protein and one-fourth of it is my healthy carbs. And then I either cooked that whole meal with healthy fats such as avocado oil, or if I didn't, then I add in about a few tablespoons of healthy fat. That right there is a very well-balanced plate. A lot of people really focus on making half of their plate protein. There's nothing wrong with protein, but our body cannot properly absorb that protein in into our body without all of those fruits and veggies. So it's very important that we make half of our plate fruits and or veggies. And to be honest, I really just eyeball this and then I incorporate it into literally whatever meal I'm wanting to make. So I, I'm gonna give a few examples of that balanced plate portion that I just talked about. One can look like a very simple dinner. Let's just be real realistic here. Half of it, all broccoli and sweet potatoes and then one-fourth of the plate jasmine rice, and then one-fourth of the plate chicken, and I cooked all of that with avocado oil. Another version of this could be a bowl of oatmeal. So I have about my one-fourth to half a cup of oatmeal, and then I have half of my oatmeal completely covered in strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. And then I have one-fourth of it with some chia seeds and hemp seeds and flax seeds, and then one-fourth of it maybe with a tablespoon of sun butter. And again, you can play around with that. Whatever meal you're making, just try to focus on those amounts of veggies, protein, carbs, and fats. So again, if I feel forced to eat something, I'm gonna dread it. So with your recipes, please try focusing on making recipes that you enjoy and love. And a perfect example of this for me is my sweet potato gnocchi recipe. I don't know if it's gnocchi. I don't know if it's gnocchi. I'm Italian. I get told I say it wrong every time I say it, but today we're going with gnocchi, okay? <laughs> but this meal I saw on TikTok, it was like a 20-second video, and I was like, I'm making this. It looks so good, and it looks like real pasta. I love pasta. I love carbs. So to find a healthier version of, of a pasta recipe, I was very excited. So this was very new to me though, making it from scratch, but I took the recipe that I saw on TikTok, I made it gluten-free, full of vegetables, vitamins and minerals, and it is something that I literally look forward to making and it tastes just like it's from an Italian restaurant. I spend a few hours making it, it's very fulfilling, it's very flavorful, but it's a recipe that I now enjoy and love that I never had made before. Um, another version of creating healthier recipes that you love might look like taking the things you already love and making the healthier versions of it. So I also really love tacos. So we have a taco night quite often. So what I do is I just use grain-free or gluten-free tortillas. I use grass-fed or organic meats. I cook everything with avocado oil. I cook with organic veggies. I make sure that there's a lot more veggies in our tacos than there are cheese and sour cream and carbs. So all you have to do again is just take the recipes that you already love and find the healthier alternatives of it. And lastly, when it comes to creating your your meals and your plates, just ask yourself simply like how is this meal serving you? 
what benefits are you getting out of it? And when you're looking at your plate, like, think like, you know, like, am I getting a lot of veggies out of this? Am I getting enough protein in this? It's going to help you create this healthier relationship with food for you. Again, we don't want to suck the fun out of food and nutrition. Food is yummy. Food is good. Food feeds our soul. Like it literally gives us energy. Like we should never be dreading something we're eating. There's way too many tasty foods out in this world to have bland, boring food. Like I, I promise you. So at the end of the day, find what works for you and your goals only. And this whole meal prepping, meal planning process is going to be much easier. So let's kind of recap everything. One, we want to discover what our goals even are. Two, we need to decide how we want to meal plan, what we want to do with those goals and how we want to create healthy, tasty meals out of it. Next, we want to create a schedule. Do I need to meal prep or do I need to just make sure that I'm organized for each day, each week? And lastly, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. We're seeing results. We're getting into a flow. We're creating our own rhythm. We're creating our own schedule. And we're taking what we learned and we're teaching it to others and inspiring others. That's what it's all about, guys. I am starting my one-on-one health coaching program very soon. I promise. And I'm totally here for that person to be your recommendation on the healthier options of foods or simply finding what that goal is for you. So please stay tuned for that because if you are someone that's very stuck in that position, um, once I post my program, we can definitely chit chat and we can find a time to get booked and I could help you out with that. But for now, this episode that I'm making is supposed to help support you, guide you, and motivate you because the beginning of the year is such an exciting time. I love seeing everyone so eager to get healthier. I feel like I've had a lot of people reach out to me about you know, where to begin, where to start, and I think just staying focused and organized is really going to help you guys, and I hope that this episode really helped you guys out and taught you something. So if you guys are enjoying McKay's Mindspace, Please like, share, follow, give it a rating. It really, really helps me out a lot, guys. Thank you so much for listening and taking time to educate yourself and trying to become a better version of yourself. Love you so much, guys. Bye.